This is Craig Clevenger. You're listening to Booked Podcast. Welcome to Booked, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. Uh, this is, we haven't done this in a while. This is actually an interlude episode. Yeah, it, was, it took me, I had to go back and research what those were. It's been so long. Well, yeah, I think we reviewed like eight books, like eight weeks in a row, right? Eight books, eight weeks. Uh, like yeah, something like that. It's a lot. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. A big, a big number. Yeah, I'm glad we got a break from reviewing books. Oh, wait, wait. Only one of us got a break from reviewing a book. <sighs> yeah, well. <laughs> Thankfully, it was me. Yeah, it was you. I had the pleasure of joining the chaps at thisishorror.co.uk on their This Is Horror podcast, and we reviewed um, Joe Hill's Nosferatu. Um, who is Joe Hill again? Remind me my memory. Dude, he is the son of Stephen King. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I have a better tidbit for you. In oh. doing in doing research for that show. Mm-hmm. So remember we we talked about the the title at length on one of the episodes. It's NOS 4A2. Mm-hmm. In the UK, it's NOS 4R2. Why would they do that? Well, apparently because the pronunciation is different now. We did discuss this a little down the this is horror podcast, but I was listening for the first half every time they said it, not one of them pronounced it with you know, an R, not, you know, you know, not oh, the, really? yeah, towards the end there where, yeah, they couldn't, they asked me if I knew why that was. And I, wow. Yeah. So any rate, Nosferatu so or Nosferatu. You, you dropped some knowledge on them. No, I told them that they just had it wrong. Their nice. people did it wrong. Their peeps. Their peeps. So anyway, but that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm thinking that'll be up soon. I'm sure we'll mention it uh, here on booked when it's, uh, when it's up and running. It's a monster, dude. It's going to be like at least an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. I'm waiting for someone to invite me onto a podcast. Careful what you wish for. Hmm. Yeah, you never know. Mm. I don't know. Be back on Fat Nay before we know it. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> any rate, enough with other podcasts. We need to just talk about our podcast and what we have going on tonight. Yeah, we shared some exciting news last week. Uh... I don't remember exactly what we said, but we we had some nice stuff. We told we told uh, we told you all that our book was 390 pages. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, we shared a little bit of other information. Uh, we've got a lot more to tell you about the print uh, and ebook versions of of the book anthology tonight, and some other cool things as well. Yeah, you may want to get a pen and paper, like pull over on the side of the road if you're listening in your car, because you may want to write some of these things down. Yeah, yeah. We should start so, with the, the we should start with the release date. There's a release date, guys, and it's like if the, if you needed a definition of the word soon, good lord, it's very soon. It's frighteningly soon. I just realized that that's like a week and a half from now. <laughs> so, oh wow, yeah, it's like two, two weeks, weeks yeah. from tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks from the day after we're recording this. So anyway, July twenty second uh, is the official release date for the booked anthology. Do you under, do do we want to say why that's significant? Tell our readers. We could we could mention why it's significant. Well, as you guys know, uh, the editor for this anthology is Pela Via, and a lot of the contributors uh, 
came from Warmed and Bound because that was our kind of initial splash into author interviews was doing 17 interviews in 17 days of authors from Warmed and Bound. So there was a lot of the Warmed and Bound pool to draw from for this project. So because of the timing and the delays that we experienced in making this book, when we finally got around to being able to decide an actual release date, we realized that the two-year anniversary of the release of Warmed and Bound was coming up. So we thought, what better date to release it than July 22nd, the two-year anniversary of the release of Warmed and Bound. I can't believe it's like two weeks away. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I knew the date. And I knew that we were in July. I just never actually like thought of it as just a couple weeks from now. You, you know, know what that should... means, though? What does that mean? That means we're going to be super rich in like three weeks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's exactly what it's going to mean. Yeah. <sighs> well, here's what we need to do. I think we need to figure out a way to celebrate the release of the book. You mean something like a release party? Yeah, and it's a book. Maybe it should be like a reading and release party. Right. Hey, well, the good news is one or both of us, or maybe our subconscious or our alter egos, uh, put something together, specifically exactly what you're talking about. Um, I'll let you run down the dirty details. Yeah, luckily, we just happen to have a room booked for um, August 3rd at the Galway Arms in Chicago. If that sounds vaguely familiar to anybody, um, it's because that was the uh, the home of the wrong kind of reading back at uh, AWP in Chicago. It would be AWP 2012. Mm -hmm. in Chicago that we broadcast here on our show. So if a theme hasn't been forming yet in your mind, we're going back to the release date for Warmed and Bound. We're going back to a location that we, you know, one of our first readings. Um, it's all about going back to the significant moments of the podcast. Um, and we got a pretty awesome lineup of readers to, to, to join us at the Galway Arms. Uh, do you want to go back and forth, or should I just rattle them off? I should go back and forth, but I wanted people to know that all of our readers are contributors to the book anthology, which I think is so goddamn cool. That's right. So it's a true book release party. Um, it's very focused on the fact that these guys, this is the book, this is the event for the mm -hmm. book. Um, kicking off the lineup, author Chris Deal will be one of our readers at the event. So Chris Deal, as you may know, uh, we had him on beginning with the Warmed and Bound sessions. Uh, we had him on as a guest for our zombie extravaganza spectacular uh, as a guest uh, host for that. And we've reviewed his book Cienfuegos. He's, he's got a story in our anthology. We have a very long history with Mr. Chris Deal. And we've hung out with him a bunch of times. <laughs> and yeah, and we see him like I, I see him sometimes in the parking lot at Jewel. <laughs> you bumped into him at the store that one time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, um, our second um, guest reader that we'd uh, we'd like to announce is Joshua Allen Deach. Now, um, some of you may have missed you know fifteen or twenty episodes in a row. You know where we talked about uh, about Mr. Deach. He was a guest on this show, and for a long time it seemed like we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't have an episode uh, and not talk about him. So it'll be very exciting. He'll be traveling from lovely, uh, where's he at now, North Carolina, South Dakota, somewhere? I don't know. It's It's got a directional word in the name of the state. Right, West sure. Virginia. I don't know. But he's coming a long, long way to be uh, to be at this shindig. So we're very excited to have Mr. Deach on board. That's right. The next one, not much of a travel for him, uh, Kevin Lynn Helmick. One of our authors is going to be at the event as well. He's Chicago local, so we're not making him travel nearly as much. Um, 
we bumped into him first at the Noir at the Bar in St. Louis, uh, which was the first live reading we recorded, and he had a story that he read. No, I'm sorry, he read excerpts from a couple of his books there. And from there, you know, uh, we've hung out with him a bunch of times, and uh, yeah, he's a Chicago local, so he'll be joining us for that. And I don't think we could say it would be an inaugural book reading without uh, without our next guest, um, David James Keaton. Again, no stranger to listeners of uh, of this show as he's appeared on an interview and book review and another interview. And I'm sure we'll have him on again in a week or two to talk about something else. But uh, yeah, David James Keaton, currently of Louisville, Kentucky, will be in Chicago at the Galway Arms with us. Back at the Galway Arms, he read at the Galway Arms. He the wrong kind of reading. Yes, he did. Finally, our our fifth and final reader for the evening is going to be, and obviously they might not read in this order, but anyway, Richard Thomas. Uh, again, uh, we met up with him. Actually, we've been talking about him well before the Warmed and Bound sessions, uh, but we had him on for an interview for that. Uh, we reviewed recently his uh, Staring into the Abyss, his uh, collection of short stories, where we got to talk about for VermontHookers.net, which is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Bookmarked. Uh, of course. <laughs> actually, it's not because I don't live in Vermont, so that's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, Richard Thomas. If you've you know heard any of our episodes, he comes up quite frequently. He's got his fingers in pretty much any pie that exists, including our reading. Yep. So that's the lineup of readers, but we have a very special guest MC too. So uh, we thought we could do all the heavy lifting ourselves. We thought, you know, much like we do with everything else, nah, if someone else is willing to do it, why not just let them? Brayton Cameron will be our guest MC. Who the hell's Brayton Cameron? Oh, he wrote that fan fiction that uh, that Skip Papersley was talking about, right? The one, the story by B. James Cameron? That about one, the, the, yes. The ghost boners? I thought that that sounded familiar. So author of, of Ghost Boners <laughs> will, be, uh, will be our special guest MC. That's right. So, it's a pretty special lineup. Oh, you know who else is going to be there? Me? You are, and I will be there as well. Yes, we'll both be there. Hopefully. So I'm sure that at some point we'll be in front of a microphone, because you imagine the irony is, like, if we have, you know, that's what we do, and that's why everybody, you know, would go there. Mm -hmm. But if we don't get in front of the microphone, that would be kind of weird. So I'm sure we're going to get up there and talk at some point. Probably. Probably yeah. for too long, I would imagine. But we'll let the interesting people do most of the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have another reader, too, that we haven't uh, haven't quite pinned down yet. It's possible. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that we haven't quite stuffed into a trunk yet? Pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of stuffed into a trunk, if you, if you noticed, uh, Keaton's been touring for Fish Bites Cop. Do you mm-hmm. know what he's calling his, his book tour? Yeah, his noir in my car. Yeah, noir, uh, tour. noir in the car. Apparently, we're going to be that final stop. That's pretty exciting. Very exciting. Uh, fittingly so, of course. Of course. Um, so this is, again, Galway Arms in Chicago, Saturday, August 3rd, 7 p.m. No cover. Just come on in and enjoy the reading. Um, we will make sure that we have plenty of merchandise that's available. If, you're, uh, if you've been just waiting to get a booked shirt... Or, or some other merch or some books from one of our uh, readers or even, say, a copy of the booked anthology. We're going to make sure that we have... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to make sure that we have uh, plenty of that available as well. There's going to be copies of the booked anthology there. I'm very excited about that. Just a pile of a book we made. That's right. 
All right, so the Galway Arms, um, I, you know, we talked about it. It was ugh, a year and a half ago, but uh, they are a full-service bar, which should be, uh, which should make for an exciting time. Someone will piss Keaton off, and you know that, that should that should go well. <laughs> um, they also have pretty good food, from what I remember. So if mm-hmm. you plan on having your dinner there, certainly come up, have your dinner, um, listen to someone read some great stories, and uh, it'll be a good time. Uh, we'll be hanging out afterwards too, so we anticipate the reading event to be, you know, eh, roughly two hours, but. Uh, There'll be plenty of hangout time afterwards as we can move out of our kind of private room and, and mingle with the other patrons of the Galway Arms and the crazy people and the homeless people that accost you outside the place. You remember <laughs> I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah I'll, you'll have to make sure that uh, we're, we've got our phones recording everything. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, But uh, 2442 North Clark Street, Chicago, if you're local, if you're from out of town, just book a flight and uh, use your GPS to find it. That's right. Um I was going to say something about recording it as a reading, but I don't want to people to cop out and not go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, dude, this is our first reading. We didn't mention that, right? I did. It's the inaugural book reading. I'm oh, so proud it. of us. You did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's uh, exciting stuff. We're like, we did. We can't. We can't sit still. It's like, well, you know, we made a podcast. That's awesome. And oh, we got to make a book. All right, so we made a book. Oh, we got to have a reading. So, uh, oh my what, God, what's next? Yeah, what is the next frontier? This is this is where we need some music, you know, some like uh, I don't know, like dream sequence music or something. <laughs> uh, do we? What? It, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm uh, sure we have something up our sleeves. Let's just just leave it at that. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. A little mystery. <sighs> All right, but we've been telling people to save their pennies for quite a bit now for uh, for the book anthology, so. Maybe we should do a little something for the people who have had their pennies saved. That's right. So um, we're talking about this and, and, you know, it's still a couple weeks off, uh, you know, before you can actually order the book online and have it shipped to you. But we decided uh, to kind of make things easy and to kind of give some different incentive options. Uh, We're going to do a bit of a pre-order with some of our merchandise uh, so that you can... Um, just throw your wallet open and start shoving money at us right now. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're doing a couple little packages and stuff so you can get different stuff all piled together. Can I do the first one because it's simple and I, I understand it? Go for it. All right, so if you wait until July 22nd um, or whenever Amazon gets it up and running, you will find that this book is fifteen ninety five. But you have to pay shipping unless you want to order $25 worth of stuff. And here's how it works. If you want to order a cheap paperback, it's only like 5 bucks. So then you're at $21, and you still don't have $25, but you got to order something. So anyway, it's always a mess trying to get right to $25. So here's what we're going to do. $16, bucks, we will ship you the book directly from us with, with the option to have it signed, buy, booked, and or if you'd like to wait um, to have it delivered probably mid-August, it will also be signed by all of the readers in attendance at the inaugural book reading. Yeah. That's How cool, cool is that? Sixteen bucks, you can have up to like seven signatures on it. That's a steal. All right, we might have to cut this out, but like, we're we're getting robbed on this, right? Um, yeah, pretty much. Did we did we sit down and do the math on this? This is insane. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So we we want to get them out into the hands of people. We want to do cool stuff for the listeners. This is not going to be an option after the book is out. It's not going to be an option through the website. If you're listening to this episode, you get this option. So that's really what it is. It's a thank you to those of you that listen. A thank you to those of you who are excited enough about the book to pre-order it. Um, 
That's pretty much it. 16 cool. bucks. You can have it signed. Listen, if you don't want it signed by me, you must specifically mention that when you when you place your pre-order. Because I'm signing everything. <laughs> this is whatever book goes in front of Livius. He's already got a pen in his hand. Dude, I signed the the proof. And no one's even ever going to see it but me. And it's signed now. <laughs> no, you did I signed my own book. <laughs> oh, God. I'm praying that's not really true. I didn't sign my own book. But I will sign yours if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, other stuff we've got coming up for uh, the pre-orders. Uh, uh, shirts. Booked shirts. We've got the, the standard, the classic style booked t-shirt and also the booked anthology uh t-shirts available we're going to do a 16 dollars pre-order on those as well which includes shipping if you remember from previous episodes ordering the shirt through the website um tallies up to i think somewhere between 18 to 21 dollars with shipping included and everything so we're taking a little bit of uh, a couple bucks off for for that as well um are we signing the shirts <laughs> yep they're already signed so for sharpie so, uh, $16 for a shirt. Uh, you can, again, opt to pick it up at the event, or we can ship it to you. And the price, the $16 you're giving us, includes us shipping it to you. <clears throat> now is when we're going to get crazy. We're just going to f- throw fucking sanity right out the window. All right. If you need a book and you need a shirt, because I noticed there's at least two or three listeners without shirts, just based on the pictures I've seen online. So you, two or three that don't have a shirt yet, thirty bucks gets you one hard copy of the uh, the book anthology, one T-shirt, your choice, either the traditional book shirt or the book anthology shirt. So that's thirty bucks includes shipping. Boom. That's insane. But what about ebooks? Did we talk about ebooks yet? We did not talk about ebooks. My favorite thing in the whole world, ebooks. All right. So you can pre order ebooks as well. Um, specify the preferred format you want. And uh, that's going to cost you eight bucks to pre order that. Eight dollars, which is perfect. And you get it in any format. So you, Frank Edler, you own a Nook. You're the only person I know that owns a Nook. Eight bucks gets you your ebook. Just uh, start PayPaling some money over, buddy. That's right. And we're not going to mess around with weird DRM stuff. We have to download seven programs and, like, you know, enter into some binding contract with your, like, future generations of children involved. It's just going to be, boom, we send you the book. You can read it. Good to go. <laughs> it might even be available in PDF. I don't know if I can talk Robin actually making a PDF. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. Can I say, all right, so I'm going to interrupt this whole thing to say that, like, um, I've had a couple of situations where I've been talking to people and they're they're good, close friends and everything, and I, and I want them to maybe have a, a, a sneak peek at the book but we don't have the we you know we we haven't had the ebook completely finalized yet so i'm like i can just send them a pdf mm-hmm. and the moment that that impulse hits and i'm like i just hate myself a little bit because i don't want to give them an inferior experience so i had the opportunity several times to just kind of give someone a pdf to to, to preview what we had going on even just so they could see the layout or whatever and i didn't do it i refused to do it because i do not want people to go through that experience because you're a better man than that that's right and i respect you for that principles and standards won't do it it's going to be a pretty ebook okay can i say one more thing about the ebook yeah i know i said we weren't going to talk about this but (laughs) but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there in such a way that people know that there's a good reason to get the ebook. And here's the reason. When I was reviewing um, Nosferatu by Joe Hill, I was doing a little bit of research, and you know what I found out? 
there's an extra little bit in the back of the paper book that doesn't appear in the ebook. Hmm. So the paper readers got it, it's a note on the type, but he actually goes on to talk more about the story and events that happen after the end of the book. I felt a little jolted. That's not going to be the case of the book anthology. We are actually going to take care of our our ebook reader friends. The ebook will have extra content. Now, when I say extra content, I don't want you to think that's a review by somebody or whatever. There are likely going to be two bonus stories in the ebook version. Complete short stories. Complete short stories. I've read one of them. It's really good. <sighs> oh, all right. The other one yeah. I'm still waiting on. That's exciting news, guys. So the ebook version exclusively is going to have content. You're not going to be able to get in the print version. So, um, and and it stays true to form because both of those stories are written by people who have appeared on this podcast. That's true. We don't o- deviate. only because we we couldn't get James Patterson to send us a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, with that in mind, let's say I'm one of those people that I really like to have a print book, but I want to get that extra content. What kind of deal is available for me? So you can get the print book and the ebook for a flat twenty bucks, and that includes shipping. Includes shipping, not just on the paper book. Free shipping on the ebook too. <laughs> free shipping on the ebook. Yep. Twenty four dollar value for twenty bucks. How can you go wrong? That's like a four million percent savings. <laughs> That's exactly four man. It's one of those four million percent market markoffs you you read about. Yeah, exactly. So um, I don't think we're going to recap that. So we told for you. these guys, We told you guys a lot of stuff. Yeah. So rewind. Listen to that again. If you really have questions and don't know it, email us, bookpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to uh, answer any questions you might have. So to, to kind of cover, uh, again, what the, what we have for offer here, $16 to pre-order the book, $16 to get a T-shirt. Uh, one of each for a total of $30, so that's a, a print book and a T-shirt. Uh, pre-order ebook for $8. Uh, you can get a print book and an ebook together for $20. Uh, any of those options you want to do, just hit me up at Rob, R-O-B-B, at bookedpodcast.com. Let me know which option you want to go with, whether, you know, the books and t-shirts. If you're buying a t-shirt, let me know what size you want. I think they go up to 2XL. Um, just give me as much information as possible where you want it shipped to, and um, I will respond to you with the information about how to get a payment to us. Uh, I do have, we're going to be going through PayPal, so um, we'll just do that conversation privately so that there's not a bunch of weird creepers trying to send me money or do weird <laughs> stuff that, with my... <laughs> <laughs> those weird money-sending creepers. I've heard about that on Facebook, people trying to force money on other people. Yeah, I don't want any of that kind of stuff. I don't have time for that. I'm a very successful podcaster. So um, email Rob, R-O-B-B, at bookpodcast.com with um, the details of what your order is that you're going to want to make. I will get back to you, give you some payment options, and we'll go from there. Dude, when you were giving out your, your email address, all I could think of was Rob. The second B stands for booked. <laughs> That's right. That's a dedication. I was born with the name for this podcast. There are no Bs in my name because my parents hate me. You could be Libius. I could be Libius. That's terrible. All right. Let's not ever let that happen. All right. Are we done? Are we done self-indulging? Shit, we're, we're shilling here a little bit. God damn it. It's like 40 minutes of us talking about, mm-hmm. about our awesome, super cool anthology that's coming out in two weeks. 
It's very exciting right. stuff. Yeah. Um, just one more thing, if uh, if you were listening to all this, like uh, you know, in a place where you couldn't write this down, um, we're gonna just put something up on the website for you, like a, just like a kind of recap of all the information and how to how to get your pre-orders in. So uh, if you're not sure exactly what to do, just go to booktopodcast.com, and I'll make sure it's very easy to find information on how to order. Uh, pre-order excellent booked podcast gear. Well, I'm glad I didn't say it was exclusive. People are listening to this episode. <laughs> oh, you know, <clears> there's <throat> yeah, an exclusive coupon code, and it is. Yes, Just it kidding. is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, any rate, we're done self-indulging. I hope, really, genuinely hope that we can see a lot of you guys out on August 3rd. Um, very much looking forward to this. Uh, we got people traveling from. Uh, all over a couple of states <laughs> to be here for this thing. So. Uh, <laughs> Definitely going to be exciting. Yeah, and if uh, Frank Bill doesn't travel up from Gordon, Indiana, to be at this, I'm going to hold it against him. Yeah. Dude, I may get drunk at this thing. That alone is worth <laughs> making the trip to Chicago for. <laughs> That's excellent. If any of you listeners have ever wanted Livius to kiss you on the cheek, this may be your night. That could be. That could be. Just come up and ask. Is there a coupon code for that we can give out right now? <laughs> it's L I B I U S. <laughs> Someone's going to come up and whisper that in my ear and just scare the hell out of me. <laughs> it's going to be so creepy. But no, you'll be drunk, so you'll be all about it. Yeah, that's true. Very true. All right, moving along. Um, yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about books on the show. Let's talk about a couple of movies. Yeah, we can do that. So we just reviewed Neil Gaiman's Ocean at the End of the Lane. And guess what? Uh, I'm going to guess it's being made into a movie. It's being made into a movie. So uh, I can see it. It's it's a simple enough story that, that they could do that, and it's short enough. Um, the problem is, will they be able to capture the same magic? I tried watching that 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 new Wizard of Oz movie. Mm-hmm. What a horrible piece of crap! All the technology that they have in 2013, and they couldn't capture the magic of the original Wizard of Oz that was made in like the 1700s. <laughs> yeah, I think that's when cinema began, right in the 1700s. Yeah, well, that's when they wore like the, the like plaid dresses and had scarecrows and stuff. It was like the seventeen hundreds. <laughs> scarecrows, um, James Frank. All right, so that's fine. Um, I, the thing about this movie, I think it, it it's not. I'm trying to think of the exact way I want to say this, it's it's not over the top with its fantastical elements. It's just, but it's got a very magical feel to it. Um, so I don't know. I when I heard literally just now that it was being made into a movie I thought, yeah, I could definitely see that happening I wonder if anybody is attached to it yet I don't know if uh, there's is there a way to find out if we look on the internet the internet, what did we do before the uh, before the internet? I was trying to think of that, we argued I think that's uh, like there was a lot more people just telling the other person they're wrong and not having any way to substantiate it um, yes, apparently there is nobody attached to it. It's in development oh. currently. Oh. You remember one of the early uh, reviews we did that uh, the book was going to be made into a movie was uh, Robopocalypse? Yeah. Uh, have you had a chance to get out to theaters to see Robocop, Robopocalypse yet? No, no, I haven't. Uh, they haven't made that. It's not made yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. But that was like... <laughs> but that was... Almost. Oh, that's cool. That's probably coming up on two years ago now, like one in, like yeah. a year and a half ago. Yeah. Well, World War Z was made into a movie. Yeah, it was. So, did you anyway. see that Venn diagram that they made for that about yes. the similarities between the book and the movie? Yes, I did. 
very funny stuff. I did, and I'm not at all surprised. I mean, there was no... When I heard my first thought was, oh, it's awesome, they're going to make it into a movie, and about 30 seconds later, I was like, they can't make it into a movie. It's impossible. It's... Yeah, I mean, like... Well, I'm just glad that um, Max Brooks didn't follow in his father's footsteps for the movie. Is that really... What's his name's kid? Mel Brooks? Mel, kid? Yeah, Mel Brooks, yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. yeah so... All right, so I'm not terribly excited about that movie. Um, I am excited about this next movie. This next movie is, yeah, is something to, to get excited about. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, especially since it's something that's, you know, pretty near and dear to us, you you don't believe it until, you know, there's got to be certain things that happen in order to you to really believe something is going to come from it. And those things have happened. It's pretty exciting. Dude, there are stills like on Twitter, like of the filming. Yeah, it's in production. It's it has and it has a it has a chair with a name on the back of it. Yeah, yeah. Why are we dicking around? Just say the title. Yeah, no it's Dermaphoria. Craig Clevenger's <laughs> Dermaphoria. Craig Clevenger, for anybody who uh, might not know, somehow is uh, the author of the Contortionist Handbook and Dermaphoria. He had a story in Warmed and Bound. Uh, a couple of short stories in other places. He was in Los Angeles, uh, the In Search of a City, Los Angeles in a Thousand Words. Um, there's another book he's coming up in, isn't there? The Booked Anthology. Oh, that's right. He's in the Booked Anthology, too. Uh, so his book, Dermaphoria, is uh, uh, being made into a movie to the point that it's in production. It's got really excellent, I'll let you do the cast, but like excellent cast, and they are filming. Um, they have, you know, they're, they have, they're on location and like shooting is happening. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I, I didn't even know what to say about the cast. So, you know, you hear movies being made and you go, Oh God, I wonder if it's got anybody in it that, uh, you know, that, that, that I know. Okay. Let me give you a little bit of rundown. Ron Perlman of Sons of Anarchy and Hellboy fame, probably some other stuff, but that's what I know him from. Um, Joseph Morgan. Now, you know, what Joseph Morgan's from, right? Is that a bank? Yes, it's a bank. You ever watch a little show called The Vampire Diaries? No. <sighs> See, I knew you were going to say no. I think we've talked about this on the show. <laughs> Joseph Morgan is originally from The Vampire Diaries, which I watch religiously, if I haven't mentioned on the show before. But uh, he gets his own um, his own TV series. Um, it's a spinoff of that. He plays Klaus on the originals. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, the one that I think we can both agree on. This next one, Walton Goggins. Dude, all I'm going to say about Walton Goggins is that guy is phenomenal. Like, if if it didn't occur to me to put him in this, you know, that like if you were like, hey, who would you cast in this book as a film? Wouldn't occur to me, but I am so, so excited to hear that his name is involved. He is just an incredible, incredible actor. Yep, so some of you might know him from uh, from The Shield. Where he played Detective Shane Vandrell and and occasionally Cletus Van Dam. <laughs> That's right. Some of you may know him from Sons of Anarchy, where he once played Venus Van Dam. Um, or justified Boyd Crowder, which he is so awesome as Boyd Crowder. You may also know him from I think the first Born movie, where he played some CIA guy or FBI some, guy or whatever. That's what he's listed. IMDb. I'm like, all right, some guy. Yeah. Some guy. <laughs> yeah, Walton Goggins, incredible, incredible actor. Dude, there was a The Shield video game. That's, uh... He's credited with the voice. Oh. Oh, House of a Thousand Corpses. 
Oh, that's right. He was one of the cops. Yep. So mm-hmm. he's just been in a ton of uh, great things. Um, my favorite thing that he's in, but his character, just absolutely love that guy in Justified. Yeah, his Justified. Like, I was like, how are you going to top him as Shane in The Shield? Mm-hmm. He definitely tops it in Justified, without question. Mm-hmm. And um, I know there are some listeners of the show that are fans of The Wire. Um, confirmed, according to IMDb in this, is uh, Felicia Pearson. Uh, who's uh, probably better known for her part, uh, Snoop, in uh, in The Wire. That's right. And, and, uh, I don't remember his name is, Anwan Glover, also from The Wire, um, where he played uh, Slim Charles. Yeah. I watched The Wire. I did too. I really liked The Wire. I like the guy that played Bubbles. Is Bubbles going to be in Dermaphoria? Not yet. Oh, Not yet. Um, you know what I liked about that? I was like, hey, I own that technology. Hey, I had that pager. Hey, I had that bag phone. Like, watching <laughs> The Wire. It was like a trip down technology lane. <laughs> nice. So, that's incredibly exciting news. Dermaphoria is going to be a movie. All I want to know is where are our invitations to the premiere? Yeah, Craig, I know you're listening. Uh, we don't ask a lot from you, but we want to be as centrally involved in this premiere as humanly possible. Yes. What he means is we, we would just like to be able to get into the premiere without being arrested. That's all. Yeah. If I could show up in a limo with Walton Goggins, I'll. that's fine. I'll do that. That's cool. And I mean, if he doesn't come through for us, then I'm just going to get, I'm going to call up Joseph Morgan, explain to him that I'm his only, the only 40 year old male that watches his TV show. Um, (laughs) And maybe he can help us out. I don't know. You're just shouting into the phone. Your demographic is slipping. Yeah, exactly. He's like, who is this? (laughs) So at any rate. (laughs) Then then you're crying. It's really awkward. I shouldn't have mentioned the Vampire Diaries. No, not at all. At any rate, love the Vampire Diaries, love Craig Clevenger, gonna love Dermaphoria, I can just feel it. Yeah, very excited about this. Um, do you feel, is it weird that I kind of feel like, hey, I'm involved in this somehow because like, I've talked to the author of the, the novel that it's being made off of? Yeah, it's a little weird. Alright. <laughs> not as weird as calling the guy from Vampire Diaries, okay? <laughs> no, it's not quite that weird. Alright, speaking speaking of weird... I wasn't going to mention this because I didn't quite finish reading this story, but I decided on, on Liv's lunch today that uh, I was going to... Frank Edler, self-professed superfan of this show. Self-professed number one fan of the podcast. Yes, yes. So he um, also has a podcast called Books, Beer, and Bullshit. Um, he has recently had a story published in Strange versus Lovecraft. Now... Some of you can hear the the kind of laugh in my voice. I can't even talk about this with a straight face. I start reading this on lunch today. Uh, so I'm sorry, did I even get the anthology name out? It's called Strange vs. Lovecraft. And they're, um, uh, you know, C- Cthulhu-based um, short stories. There's 11 of them. I picked this up for a very, very reasonable $2.99 on, uh, on Kindle. And... I'm reading Frank Edler, trying to read Frank Edler. God damn it, I can't even talk about this. <laughs> trying to read Frank Edler's story while I'm on lunch today. His story is called Eat Shit and Die. Uh, 
I don't even know what to say about this. This is one of the most foul stories. I have, I couldn't finish reading it while I was on lunch, so I, I can't I can't really tell you how I felt, you know, like like my full like kind of review on the story. But I can tell you this. Um it makes for very interesting reading. Uh don't read it while you're eating. Um Livius as he was reading on Liv's lunches today. Which, if anybody was curious about what time of day Liv's lunches was, it was around one twenty-seven Central Standard Time. Um, while he was uh, reading this, I'm assuming he didn't wait till later, uh, he decided to send me some excerpts from the story. Uh, after the second one, I said, this is grotesque. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he said, ah, yes. And then he said, uh, he sent me another excerpt. And I just said, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. So couldn't quite finish it, but definitely um, congratulations to Frank Edler. Published, print, and uh, I guess I always forget to mention it. Print and paper. It's paper version, too. Um, Strange versus Lovecraft. It was put together by Kevin Strange. Um, Eleven stories. Frank Edler's is called Eat Shit and Die. And do not read this while you're on lunch. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's tentacles and obscenely obese naked women. Naked woman. Yeah, it's enough to uh, take any word for it. Yeah. 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 Did I mention don't read it while you're eating? At dinner, either, yeah. or breakfast. So, like, Not if you're lunch. fasting for, like, a, a medical procedure or something like that, that would be a good time to, to read this story? Indeed. Yeah. So now I've been thwarted by Frank Edler, uh, Jeremy Robert Johnson, and uh, <laughs> and uh, S.G. Brown. All three of them have thwarted Liv's lunches in some way or another. <laughs> Lives lunches, yeah. You got. I mean, like, yeah. I guess you might just have to be a little more careful about what you're reading. Yeah, I guess. Oh, it's too bad we don't have a podcast that we could listen to to tell us, because we yeah, are that podcast. I know that's right. So, hmm. but anyway, congratulations to Frank Edler. Great job. Um, I will finish that book probably tomorrow after work, or finish the story. I don't know how much of the other ones I'm going to read. You ever been a Lovecraft guy? Nope. No. Yeah. I, I, I want to be. I, I just have... I think someone just needs to point me in the right direction. What if we had... Oh. What if there... Hey, if there's any Lovecraft, uh, 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 you know, experts out there, we could do like an intro to Lovecraft. Lovecraftian fiction. Yes, no? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we do do... We do... We would like to do intro to episodes. Uh, <laughs> you remember, the right you remember like a year and a half ago, where we were like, we're going to do <laughs> these intro to episodes. We got two wonderful reception for both of them, and then nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody loved them, but everybody's terrified to be the expert, which is just, come on, guys, it's ridiculous. You know, you could see how like relaxed and laid back we are. If you know enough about something, we're going to pull it out of you. So, yeah. Someone yeah. teach us about Lovecraft. Someone give me something right. to read so I can understand the whole Lovecraft thing. Because I got to tell you, right now, Frank Edler, you haven't sold me on the Lovecraft stuff. And then someone can teach us about love. Aww. <laughs> well, oof, it's all it's all downhill for maybe, me. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's uh, our next author. Maybe. Um, so here's something I came across today. This is like hot off the presses here. Um, Brandon Teets, who we mentioned uh, some time ago, uh, who's an author in Warmed and Bound, um, he has a, this would be a novella, it, it, Amazon has it listed at like 30-something pages, 39 pages, 
um, called The Fashion of the Christ. <laughs> um, 99 cents, one story. Um, I need to buy this. I probably will do it before we're done with this, uh, with this episode. But I'm going to read you the book description of this. The second coming of Christ is finally upon us, but rather than curing illnesses and solving the problems of the world, Mr. Christ appears to have a... Is it penchant? 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 Yeah. See, it's one of those words you always read, but you never hear anybody say. Penchant. So if you say it in any type of... Oh, I'm sorry. I was no, going to no, go ahead. into a rant. On. If you say it in any kind of like weird like penchant or something like that, mm-hmm. you just sound you know, kind of pretentious. You kind of sound the way I just did. Yeah. As a penchant... For nightclubbing and rubbing elbows with the celebrity elite. Although the world expects much of him, it appears the only thing thy lord and savior savior is capable of are his many corporate endorsements and appearing in trashy tabloid magazines. This is not the Christ we've read about in the scriptures. In fact, his return might be the worst thing to happen in a while. This teats, man. What's that book he's got? He's working on a book, or it's it's pretty much done. I think it's the one that's coming out through Perfect Edge, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, good sex, great prayers. Good prayers, great sex. It's one of those two. It's got those elements to it. One's good yes. and one's great, and it's prayers and sex. If you had yeah. to guess which one's great, come on. Nothing? Yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Yeah, especially knowing Brandon Teets. If you're friends with him on Facebook, he's just always partying. Daddy, he's at the gym. There's two things. There's two yeah. things. Neither one of us do. We don't party and we don't go to the gym. You party sometimes. Do I party? You seem to drink a lot. Oh, that's true. Or you just take a lot of pictures of booze. Yeah, I take a lot. Well, I drink a lot of booze too. But like, I wouldn't say that I party. Yeah, I don't know. Most last time you were in expensive a gym? whiskey. Yeah. Last time I that was in a gym. Yeah. I'm going to say 2008, 2009. So, so at any rate, um, maybe we'll do a little mini review of the fashion of the Christ. Who knows? I'm probably going to read that this week. I just bought it, by Looks the good. way. Looks good. Did you? Yeah. Good it's on sure. Facebook. In the it, moment. It's, it's official. It's on Facebook. And he's keep, in keeping with his style. So his first book that came out, which was called Out of Touch, um, the cover of it, lots of like little dots. And now, um, the fashion of the Christ is a cross, and it's a bunch of like it looks like Christmas lights, like white Christmas lights or something, like dots. And um, his upcoming title also very dot theme to it, so he's got a lot of dots on his covers. Dude, that is very insightful of you. Yeah, dude's got a thing for dots. Hmm, Do you ever have those dipping dots, like the fake weird, like futuristic ice cream? Yes, I have, and it's awesome <laughs> ice cream. It's really weird. <clears throat> but it's really good, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good. Like but like, yeah. That's the thing. Like, It's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, hey, all right. But like, it doesn't need to exist. No, it so. doesn't. This is true. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else we want to talk about? All right. And I couldn't hold back either. I just bought The Fashion of the Christ and had it sent to my iPad. That's one of the things I like about Amazon. And I'm not like, you know, brand whoring or anything, but like, you know... Um, with Amazon, anything that you like, if it's a Kindle or um, a device that you're using Amazon's uh, app to do the Kindle thing, like their Kindle apps, like they basically all register to your Amazon account, so you can buy something and say, "I want to read it on this," and it'll just automatically send it to the app on that thing. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I'm quite the fan. I love Kindle stuff. Convenience. Yep, 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 yep. Pretty so, soon you'll be able to do that with our book. I Yes, exactly. What book? The, the book anthology. Yeah. The book anthology. I know. I'm very excited. So hopefully, um, well, we'll be talking to you guys shortly here on the podcast, but hopefully um, if you, if you are already making plans to make your way to the Galway Arms, August 3rd, um, it would just be nice to see everybody in person. That's right. Uh, hang out with us. Meet the authors. Meet us. Pick up your books and shirts. We'll sign them. Uh, Livius is willing to sign body parts for a nominal fee. Um, and just hang out. We're really excited. It's going to be an excellent, excellent time. Uh, do you want to tell folks what the next book we're going to be reviewing is? Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this. Um, we've talked about it a little bit in previous episodes. Um, we're reading The Summer Is Ended and We Are Not Yet Saved by Joey Camo. Uh, if you remember back to the beginning of uh, of Booked, we did some shout-outs of stuff um, back when we didn't have a lot of content. We just couldn't just like bullshit for like an hour and a half straight like we do now. <laughs> so we were actually like looking for you know, substantial content to talk about instead. Um, yeah, so back when that was going on, I uh, talked about Joey Camo a little bit, and I gave a shout-out to his book, The Girl Who Couldn't Come, uh, which is a collection of short stories. And um, as you may guess, one of the stories includes uh, a girl who can't have an orgasm unless Johnny Cash is playing. Um, anyway... Uh, he also had a book called Bible Camp Bloodbath, which I mentioned, and uh, this is essentially an updated re-release of that book. Uh, it's a lot bigger, and it's being released through a pretty, you know, through Cheezine, um, and I think HarperCollins is the one that's pr- publishing it or printing it or something. So, uh, anyway, we're going to be reading that, and do you want to tell the listeners what's so special about this review? What's going to be special about it? We're going to have a special guest host. So some of you might remember we've had special guest hosts in the past, such as Sean Ferguson, David James Keaton. This one, Brayton Cameron. Who the hell is Brayton Cameron? Who the hell is Brayton? Who is that guy? All right, so we talked about it a little bit. He's going to be our MC. So in the future, he's our MC. Uh, But in the present day, he is actually pretty significant. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Mm -hmm. He's Skip Papersley. Skip Papersley. We're going to get to review a book with Skip Papersley. That's going to be riotously funny. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing the Skip Papersley (laughs) voice the whole time. Um, But I think if we get enough of a response that people want him to, we can probably try and get him to. Well, there you go. Send your requests via the Book Podcast listening group on Facebook. And uh, maybe we'll get him to do a little live booked news. Ooh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to do that. And that's not all that we have uh, coming up for Camo. Uh, we've also kind of been communicating back and forth with Joey about the idea of coming on for an interview. So that's in the works. And uh, what that means is hopefully in addition to reviewing his book, we'll actually have him on to talk to us a little bit as well. Um, one disclaimer, he will not be answering any questions about the murder allegations or his previous life in Mexico. Yeah, which um, that might just kind of screw the whole deal yeah yeah him and him and john mcafee neither one are willing to talk about those details of their lives (laughs) anything else you want to talk about no i think that's it i think i think that's enough 
Did we uh, self-promote for long enough, I guess is what I'm asking? Oh, this is just the beginning of the self-promotion. Oh, man. It's going to get but ugly. It's, it's exciting stuff, dude. The book is here. It's here. There's no more soon. It's now-ish because of the pre- <laughs> That's the new one for the next two weeks. Now-ish. Now-ish. But you could pre-order. You can send us your money and we will sign stuff and ship stuff and it's going to be very exciting. I'm excited. Oh, speaking of, I've got one other thing I want to say. Uh, anybody who is a friend of me on Facebook will will know this. Um, I recently we uh, received my finally received a print copy of Fish Bites Cop by David James Keaton, and um, usually that's not remarkable enough to talk about. But uh, he signed it in a very cool way. There's a silhouette of a, of a person in front over kind of over a, a fish in on the inside cover, and he drew such a an incredible likeness of my face in this silhouette of a person. It's, it's pretty crazy. And then he wrote all his signature inside the, the person silhouette. So in typical David James Keaton style, something really, really messed up for a signature. Um, like when he signed my copy of North at the bar two and he drew a little, uh, fetus wearing my glasses. I think I'm going to see if I can get David James Keaton to draw something on you next time. Yeah. Yeah, Not next we can time do that. Being August third, Galway. August third, Chicago. Book Galway reading. Arms. Very excited about. That. I'm very excited about this reading. Did I mention that yet? I think we talked about it a little bit. So we've had this in the works for a while now. It's just nice to be able to openly talk about it and who's going to be there and stuff. So. Yep. All right, but next time before we get to the reading, Joey Camo, Brayton Cameron. Um, what was what was his uh, his his name on the for that piece of fan fiction? Oh, the Ghost Boners? Brayton, Brayton, B. James Cameron. B. James Cameron. <laughs> B. James Cameron will be on the uh, on the podcast. So uh, uh, come back next week for that. Until then, go read yourself some Brandon Teets, maybe some Frank Edler. I'm Livia Snedden. And I'm Rob Olson. Keep reading.